The year is 2023. PBS Plus has just launched bringing the world's streaming services to 4,387. How can anyone be expected to go through all this content? Fear not, loyal passengers. Captain Joe Shoes and his first mate Mez are here to travel through space and time to bring you the best nuggets pop culture has to offer. Strap in. It's time for the Car Jomez Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 344 of the Car Jomez Podcast. I'm Mez, and my co-host, as always, is... The Magistrate of Caravan City. I'm Joe from the Car Jomez Podcast. Yeah, you are, buddy. What's up? How you doing, bro? I can't tell you what's up right now. I just need to get the plugs out of the way. So, everybody, thank you for listening to the Car Jomez podcast. Remember to hit subscribe, leave a five-star review, follow everywhere on social media at Car Jomez. With that being said, hit the breaking news music. Oh, shit. Breaking news. Breaking news, Joe. What is going on? Gomez, our double, our triple, our quadruple main man, McDonald's, (laughs) is changing up their burger recipe. What? Yes. What the fuck is this? McDonald's has come out this week and is promising... Small but tasty improvements. But what are we doing here? Who? What are we doing? Why do people have to tinker? What's what is this? Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy. That's why. <laughs> that's a good movie, bro. I've never seen it. <laughs> it's a very. Adult I don't even know movie. why I know it. <laughs> I don't know how you fucking pulled that out, bro. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's why they call me the maestro of movies, the facilitator of films, and the captain of celluloid. (laughs) But McDonald's is saying small but tasty improvements like softer, pillowy buns, freshly toasted. Okay. A bun is different. That's Hold on. I'm not. not I know. But I'm like, all right, so far, so good. That's okay. New and improved. Right there, you know it's good. New and improved melted cheese that will make you savor every last bit off the wrapper. And if you've watched my videos at youtube.com slash Joe's Shoes, how do we feel about cheese on the wrapper? Gotta get it off, bro. Gotta get it off, you tubby bitch. We don't waste a little bit of that. It's part of the sandwich, bro. You gotta eat it all. So somehow we're getting improved cheese. I, the cheese melted. I didn't know the cheese wasn't <laughs> melty, but okay. Maybe it just wasn't cheese. <laughs> Probably. Burger patties with juicier caramelized flavor from adding onions while still on the grill. Oh, that's interesting. That's really interesting. See, now that's the big change, I think, so far. Yeah, that is. The bun is no big deal. Bun, cheese, whatever. But messing with the burger, that's crazy. 
They're going to have the onions come right off the grill now. That's... I I just... Well, I didn't know. Are, are, are you someone who feels McDonald's needs to taste better? I'm... I'm... Like not necessarily. Tastes, like, like I, I don't. It is what it is. Like it's that's exactly what I McDonald's. Eat. Like, McDonald's. Yes. Like I, I want to eat a McDonald's burger. I'm not going to Five Guys. You know. Like what are we doing? How about this one? How about what? even more Big Mac sauce? <laughs> I've I've never had a Big Mac, so I'm guessing it's good. Do you I'm, want extra sauce? I mean, yes. I figured. Okay. Well, actually, not all the time. Sometimes the I get time. too much sauce. Sometimes okay. it's very messy. A Big Mac, because of the bun in the middle, yeah. can become a very messy. Right, exposition. falls apart. Right. It it'll slide out. Yeah. I can um, see that. You know, then the lettuce goes everywhere, so it can be messy. I don't like mess. I don't like mess. Sure. I, I don't no. like getting sauce all over. I like an appropriate amount of sauce. I don't like over sauce. <laughs> I can. I people are gonna be complaining because they're gonna be like, extra sauce. Here you go. That's just so these uh new this initiatives can already be found in some West Coast markets. What and, and you'll know that your McDonald's has joined the fray by seeing a giant hamburger outside your local store when they've implemented oh. these. <laughs> now I'm excited for the changes that I'm, I'm excited for. I haven't seen the hamburger in a hot minute, bro. So I'm glad finally he's back and he's bringing some positive change. I mean, I assume it's positive change. The hamburger was not necessarily known for the best of things. He's developed quite a reputation out there. But it's like, imagine McDonald's changing their fries. Wouldn't you be like, what are you doing? Like, what? I just think, I mean, I don't know what to think. I, I Do I think this needed to happen? Not necessarily. Is McDonald's struggling right now? I don't know. I don't think fucking, so. I mean, it's do, always do, fucking busy when I drive by it. Do I give a shit if McDonald's stock is down three points? Not really. I'm still gonna go to McDonald's when I feel like going to McDonald's. <laughs> That's so they sad. just came. They just brought the steak, egg, and cheese back. That's positive oh, to me. So, good. so right now they're on my good side. But I will say, it has been a while since McDonald's has given us really anything new. Even when they have some kind of promotion, they do these celebrity uh, value meals or whatever. Yeah, they all suck. It's, you know, I have a video up on my YouTube. It's like the J Balvin meal. It's like a cheeseburger and a McFlurry. And like, it comes oh, with a barbecue sauce. Like, it's like, yeah, oh, okay. Like, thank, Ooh, thank, wow. Oh, you, you put lettuce on the cheeseburger. Thanks, Chief. Really, really stretching it there. Those meals are doing good. I mean, they keep They doing always them. do. They always do. Yeah. This is so corny. I got to eat this because Cardi B eats it. Yeah. What are we doing? What are we doing? So, but it's always <laughs> shit like that. Uh, even when they gave us the hack menu. Remember the hack menu? Yes, oh, I we're do. we're finally going to get the land, air, and sea. And then they just gave you three different sandwiches and expect and you to put it together. Put yourself. it together, like, right? What the Fucking fuck is off. this, McDonald's? That was a big jerk off move. What a piece of <laughs> shit you are! Everyone gets excited. I wanted the biggest. I wanted to see a big box. <laughs> I wanted to hold it in my hands. I put it. Some is this I fucking IKEA? Are you IKEA? But they're doing the thing you can always do. You can always order three sandwiches exactly. and put it together. How is that the hack menu if I was <laughs> doing it the whole time anyway? <laughs> it's so stupid. That's crazy. I saw you put McDonald's down. I was like, what's going on with McDonald's? This is crazy. Then, just... So maybe I maybe they've been losing some ground to these other, you know, you do have not necessarily these, you know, it's not necessarily Burger King all the time coming, nipping at their heels, but you do have like a Zaxby's coming out. Maybe they've gained a little ground. 
or a, a Popeyes maybe, or you know whoever else is out there. There's tons of fast food. Raising Canes maybe could be anyone nipping at the heels, taking a bit of that market share from what used to be McDonald's. Bro, McDonald's just needs to worry about Burger King and Wendy's. What else? They, Zappies. What are we worried about Popeyes for? They got chicken, bro. Don't worry about them. Just do your burger. But you know what? They're, they're a little bit higher end. You go, you get some nice fancy chicken tenders, some sure. nice fancy sauce. Maybe I don't mind spending a little extra to get that goodness at the Zaxby's that's right next door on my way home from work. Maybe I don't mind that. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I don't I don't compare McDonald's and Five Guys. They're two different things. They're, They're totally two different, different things. things. But, you know, sometimes you just enjoy – if you enjoy the Five Guys that yeah. much more, you won't even think about the McDonald's. Sure. Like, why would I get McDonald's for 8 bucks when I'd be much, much happier with Five Guys for 20 For $46. <laughs> that's so well, that's expensive. because you're feeding a family of 11. No, bro. That's just expensive, bro. It's like – Ten dollars for a single patty. Yeah. The minute you put, it's just crazy. Everything, but it's good. I do love me some so, five guys. But maybe McDonald's needs to change up the narrative. Now we've been beating them up over the years. If you go have McDonald's in a different country, I will tell always you the best. It's always the best. It is fantastic compared to McDonald's here because we don't have regulations on like what you can and cannot feed human people. Yes. yes. But McDonald's in foreign countries is fucking incredible. Not here. It's just McDonald's here. Just McDonald's, regular ass McDonald's. McDonald's, if they want to uh, to to get customers, bring back the stuff we want. Give me my chicken select so I can get a fucking what you know. What Give thing. me my Muppets Babies toys and my Happy Meals, <laughs> bro. I the other day Shiloh got a Happy Meal. It is themed the Mass Singer. That's what the theme of the box is and the toys. Mass Singer. I Dude. didn't know this was a show for children. <laughs> is it? Does she like so. the mass singer? Was She's she happy never, with this? I mean, she was okay because she got a little like stuff, like it was like a little like a, like an animal though. Guy. Yeah, it was a rhino. Okay, like, okay. Wait, I could see, I could see how that appeals to children though. You're sure. just getting, a, you know, it's not like you're getting Alexa Bliss. Figure, yes, you know, it's not with, the rhino with the head off, but it's just yeah. the, it's a, it's just a regular rhino. So she's like, "Oh, look, it's a little guy." But I just I saw the box and I'm like, "What is this?" And it's just the mass singer now at McDonald's. <laughs> okay, bro, I know the show is very popular. Obviously, you know it's on TV. There's like fucking seven seasons. I can't believe it's still going strong. Yeah, and people go crazy for it. I've seen it. It's fine. What was your favorite Happy Meal toy? Like when you think McDonald's Happy Meal toy for yourself, what do you think of? I was thinking like the uh, the transformer, like the uh, food transformers, the food transformers. Yeah. You know, the nuggets, the fries. That was, that was a good one. Yeah, yeah. That's that's always like I'm like oh, and like I always remember the little nugget guys. How they used to be like characters, the nuggets. Mm -hmm. So uh, I, I, I immediately I think of the Muppet Babies ones because I I loved Muppet Babies as a kid, but there wasn't a lot of Muppet Babies merch. So when we yeah. got the little Muppet Babies in the little cars, I thought that was super cool. And then later on, also. They had He-Man and the Masters of the Universe for the 2002 series. They had basically miniature figures for, um, of the 2000X uh, He-Man figures. So they had like a series of like five of them. And my brother worked at McDonald's at the time and got me a whole series that I eventually gave away. <laughs> Did you see that there's a, a new Muppet show coming out, Joe? Yeah, so this is we spoke about this after uh, last year's D twenty three. It's going to be the show about Doctor Teeth. Yes, I can't wait, bro. Yeah, about recording their album. 
That should be fun, right? You're a fan of the uh I enjoy the Muppets. I I I do. Like that's actually when you say like who are your favorite Muppets, I'm I'm not necessarily like I'm a bigger Muppet Babies guy than I am like Muppets. I get it though. I I just I feel like I grew up more on Muppet Babies. I get that. Uh, it's not like I spent a lot of time watching the Muppet show as a kid or even seeing the Muppet movies. I really haven't seen any of the Muppet movies, like the classic Muppets Take Manhattan or anything. What? Yeah. I've seen like the newer ones, the Jason Siegel ones and the one that Horace Lava was in. Um, But I've never seen really any. I saw Muppet um, Christmas Carol. Sure. That might be the only one, though. Oh, I'm going to have to pencil this in for later on in the year, baby. Might have to watch some Muppet movies. Muppet Family Christmas, one of my all-time favorite Christmas things. I watch it every year. That's on my playlist. And uh but my favorite Muppets are always. I've always enjoyed the oddballs. Like I enjoy Gonzo. I've always of liked. Of course, Gonzo. who doesn't love Gonzo? Come on. But Sam the Eagle, uh, Sam the Eagle's Zoot. <laughs> those those are like my. If you say who are your two favorite Muppets, it's Sam the Eagle and Zoot. Love it. That show comes out May tenth on Disney Plus. I'm excited. Oh, it's sneaking up on us. It is. My goodness. April's almost over, bro. Jeez. I can't wait. <laughs> can't wait. Oh, hi. So. Uh, now that the breaking news is done, how how you that's, been, Joe? That's big news, though. It is very big news. I'm very. We did need to start the show with this, of course. Mc, McDonald's, you know, came to the battlefield well equipped here. <laughs> yes, it did. But now I want I want to follow up on last week because you know all the passengers and the shoonies, you know, they're very concerned for our double main man Joe here. You know, why would you be concerned? About a man who promised to leave Oshkosh, Wisconsin <laughs> with a giant novelty check for $5,000. Why would that concern anyone? Is it Where's the fact the check? that he didn't leave? Where's the check? Is it, is it somewhere it's, behind you? It's with someone else. What? I was bamboozled. Bullshit, bro. This is unacceptable. What's going on here? Oh, I got to ACW, Wisconsin, and I got in that battle royal, and I gave the people what for. I went in there. I did all my patented moves. The entrance, the, the punch, the, the wave, <laughs> the chop. I did one of these. Oh, that's a good one. I like that one. <laughs> probably did a thumbs up. I, I probably so. I probably looked to make eye contact with someone in the second or third row and made a snazzy comment. That way the people around would laugh and they'd be like, oh, that's this guy's okay. Well, you're that. <laughs> and then there was a girl in there. Brooke Tanner is her name. And I thought her and I could be friends. Sure. So I went over to her. I showed her a little bit of my animal magnetism, what makes a superstar a superstar. And she smacked me in the face and gave me a big clothesline over the top rope. I wasn't even prepared because I, w- I thought this could have been love. Of course. We love Tanner girls. Full house. We, come on. We love love. We love love. We do. <laughs> and here I am being tossed over like a piece of garbage, which I'm not. I'm not no, you're not. No. You're a human. I'm a human. I'm a real boy. Human boy <laughs> with feelings. And that's what they that's what people say. They see me walk down the street, they go, That's a boy with feelings. I can tell. Where's it on his sleeve? Oh, look at that. <laughs> I'm going to come out with a new shirt and it's just going to be all blank. And on the sleeve, it's going to say feelings. And that's how you know. 
The good Sultan shirt. of Sensitivity. Mm. <laughs> oh man, that that's not fun. That's oh, very man. sad Honestly, to hear. Great time at ACW Wisconsin Water City Wrestling Con. Couldn't thank those guys enough. Swaggle, Josh Weimer, Binder, all those guys who put that show together and for having me. It was really, really fun. Got to hang out with Brian Myers, uh, my new friend, all ego, Ethan Page. I love it. <laughs> I got to meet Brody King. Brody oh, King. Cool. I, I, I never met Brody King before. Nice. Very, very large man. Fucking big boy. <laughs> That's a big boy. My goodness. <laughs> but me and Brody King have a lot in common. Oh, yeah? What's, what we share a mutual love of Rick Boogs. I fucking love it. <laughs> oh, man. So, like, it, it comes out. If you guys haven't noticed, if you follow me on Instagram, if you follow Rick Boogs on Instagram, go to Rick Boogs' Instagram, and on every one of his posts, I comment simply, goddamn right, Rick Boogs. And every single time, he likes it. Every single time. Best friends. And now people have like started to catch on. Like not even people I know, like regular yeah. people. So all of a sudden my comments get multiple likes I whenever I write goddamn right Rick Boogs. <laughs> so we were talking about this in the in the locker room, and Paige and Brian are just like, I, I don't understand. Like, you've never even seen Rick Boogs wrestle, and then Brody. <laughs> And I said, no, but I've seen him on Instagram. And sure. Brody King was like, yo, his Instagram is great. <laughs> oh, so then, fun. like, these two, the other two were like, wait a minute. So they go on Rick Boogs' Instagram. And now because Brian follows me, he sees every comment on yeah. every post. It just says, the Joe Shoes, goddamn right, Rick Boogs. The Joe <laughs> Shoes, goddamn right, Rick Boogs. And they're watching these videos that Rick Boogs puts up and they're like, what the, f like this, this guy does rule. <laughs> this guy does rule. In fact. <laughs> so I wasn't wrong at all. I had this pegged from the start. If you guys are watching the video version, you see right behind me. Right. Yeah. Over that shoulder. Rick That's Boogs. It. Like one of the few wrestling figures I have on display. Future inner circle hall of famer. Oh, is he? When you think wrestling, you're going to think John Cena, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Rick Boogs. Love it. <laughs> uh, how's uh, how's Oshkosh? How is uh... it's actually Oshkosh is a lovely little town, to yeah. be honest. It, it really is. It almost feels like the town from Back to the Future. That's I like funny. to say Pleasantville, even though it's the <laughs> same set. That's so funny. Um, but I say Pleasantville because everybody immediately thinks of Back to the yes. Future. Like once you, sure. you, we stay at the hotel. The hotel is connected to the convention center, which is where this big event happens. This is like their WrestleMania every year, the the wrestling convention. They bring in a bunch of guys. They had Lex Luger. They had Raven. They had uh, Max Caster, uh, Brody King, Ethan Page, Brian Myers, obviously. So you got some some big names there. And then the night before, uh, right in town, there's a like a local theater, which is like a very old timey theater, kind of in the middle of a block, has a big marquee. Oh, I love it. Yeah. You know, a little balcony on the inside, That's a stage. Cool. It's where we did Live Seven for the Major Wrestling Figure podcast two years ago. And this year they had extreme conversations with Brian Myers where he interviewed Raven about his oh, time in cool. ECW. So that was the night before. I think last year they had uh, 83 weeks with Eric Bischoff. 
So they make like an entire weekend out of it. Yeah, then. that's really cool. A local show at the theater on the Friday night, wrestling con on the Saturday. And it's a really good time. It's a nice little town. You go drink at the bar afterward. You can like beers are like $2.50. God bless. So it's God just man. it's just wonderful. That's crazy. I uh, I booked an Airbnb uh, for Oshkosh several about two three years ago because there was a big festival in town coming to town, uh-huh. uh, like a new metal kid type festival. Oh, and I had everything booked up. I was going with our good friend Anthony back. We were gonna go see some some Slipknot and Mudvayne. It was gonna be a good time. This is the type of town that would embrace us such a a, a, a concert. Yeah, but then COVID happened, and I never got to go. But that shouldn't matter. It's not the type of town that believes in COVID. <laughs> well, they did this time. They, I got a cancellation for everything. I got all my money back. Wow. I was so happy. Yeah, I was like, oh. Okay, it's also not you. the type of town that sells Bud Light anymore. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, we don't drink that stuff. It was funny. I was just like looking around. I see like Miller Light. I'm drinking Pabst Blue Ribbon, which is the greatest American beer, of course. God bless. And I see a bunch of like Millers and some cores, and I'm just looking around. I'm, I mentioned it to someone else. Like, you don't really see any Bud Light, do you? And he goes, I wonder if they're even selling it. Hysterical. So, no idea. It's not like I asked. I, w- I wasn't looking across that bridge, but <laughs> just an interesting observation. But honestly, really good, re- really, really good time. Really good weekend in Oshkosh. It's now the second time I've been there. Both times have been a lot of fun. And it's, I mean, granted, it's meant to be a lot of fun when you're only there for a short period of time and you have like fun stuff scheduled to do. But it was also great weather. It's like 80 degrees. I was nervous when you said you were going. I was like, oh, I wonder how the weather's going to be up there. Bro, I got off the plane. It was like picturesque, beautiful, comfortable, no humidity, just like walking outside. It was cool, but just warm nice little sun they have like a nice i don't know what you call i don't know what kind of body of water it is but it's this beautiful <laughs> like bay type th- thing and people are fishing and i'm just looking at this and i'm like oh this is this is not bad so for the two days i was in town it was great great time great people great energy the wrestling fans at uh acw wisconsin were outstanding into everything fired up all night Came to meet me at the merchandise table. Oh, nice. Took a lot of pictures. Sold out of captain's hats. Whoa, look at you. So really, really good stuff. And then the next Ooh. day, Ooh. I had a connecting flight in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And it was fucking snowing. <laughs> there we go. I knew that snow was right there. And I was terrified that I was going to get stuck in this frozen hell. Minnesota. It's and not I a looked, place you want to be stuck. I looked out the window of that airport and I watched the flurries come down and I said, God damn you, Prince. This is what it feels like when doves cry. <laughs> uh, well, you made it, though. I'm happy to see you didn't make but it yeah, home. But I made it. Good. That's good because I was nervous. Once you put that tweet out, I said, here we go. Joe's going to be living in Minnesota for the next week. I was genuinely afraid. <laughs> There's nothing that terrifies me to my core like frozen water. Scary, bro. Terrifying. Harrowing. Harrowing. (laughs) 
Oh, that's nice. Joe had a little slice of Americana there. Yeah, I got to see real America. Yeah. (laughs) Not far from where the Pabst Blue Ribbon Brewery is based. Oh, where's that based? Wisconsin. Oh, just on the other side or something? Yeah, I actually think it's in Milwaukee. So Milwaukee's only about, eh, maybe about an hour, a little over an hour outside of Oshkosh. Have you ever been to Milwaukee? Have you ever been multiple times? I've been to a few Brewers games, seen the oh. Mets play there. Mm. I saw the I saw them play the Pirates there. Last time we were in Oshkosh two years ago, actually we did the weekend, and then Brian, Mark Sterling, and I drove to Milwaukee, went to a Brewers game, hung out like guys do. That's it. Uh, and then another time I went there, I. I was meeting a friend who was working in Madison at the time. And we went to a Brewers game and saw the Dodgers play. Kershaw was pitching. I oh, always, look, very nice. I always look for excuses when I can see, you know, someone like Clayton Kershaw. Was Grace, be a yeah. game right see greatness. Always good to see some greatness. Right? I've, I've met the running sausages. I have pictures oh, with the sausages. Oh, that's good, bro. That's I, nice. I went on the tour of the Miller brewery one time. Mm, that's where that is cool. So, that was that that was fun and it's like free too. Really? You just go in there and just... Yeah, you just go in, park, you know, kind of put your name on the list for the next tour. And you they take you, you watch like a movie about the history of Miller Beer and all this stuff. They take you through like the catacombs, you know, down Ooh, in the caves yeah. and stuff. And then uh they take you into a bar at the end of it, you get two free beers, and then you you can sit there and drink all you want. Let me tell you, this is this is gonna sound crazy. ridiculous. For, for those of us who do not live in, like, the greater Milwaukee area, a a, uh, a Miller High Life, for instance, right? The champagne of beers. Yes. As Ooh, fancy. Okay. It's it's not the worst beer I've had. Fine. But I had one at the brewery. Straight from the thing? And it was so fresh that yeah. it might have been the most delicious beer. So that's the cool, most, yeah. The most singular, delightful beer I've ever had in my entire life. It was mm. that fucking good, that much of a difference, like to the point where you're like, hook this too much. Like, no wonder Barney Gumble is a drunk. <laughs> they always say that, right? If you go to the Guinness factory, yeah, it's like so crazy compared to the bullshit we get over here. Yeah, it's like, oh, I would love to try that. I gotta try that one day. I won't because I won't be traveling overseas but you know one day <laughs> i'm not a big uh overseas traveling guy I, you know, I don't like to travel at all you know i uh i don't mind traveling if if the destination is something i'm really looking forward to but there's nothing really overseas that i'm really like i know i need to go like i'm not a uh, a sightseeing person like oh yeah i look at it oh that's fun oh yeah oh you don't wow, want to go see world. the mona lisa for two seconds, Mona Lisa's a piece of shit. Mona Lisa, you're <laughs> an overrated piece of shit. That's right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I've never like if I go to a museum, I could do it in five minutes. I yeah, I'm the same. <laughs> they have that sign, you know, oh, suggested time three. I'm like, yeah, no, that's okay. Give me 15 minutes, I'll go up and down this thing. Bing bam boom. That's why when it comes to traveling, a lot of things like, oh, we need to. Go see this this building. Let's go see the Eiffel Tower. Oh, it's all right. I'm good. I've seen the picture. It's all right. <laughs> I've seen buildings before. There's a lot of them in New York. A lot of buildings. I've seen buildings. You know, got to really come at me strong with something. You know, no, thank you. 
Oh, man. All right. That's a fun week. I'm happy to hear you had a nice weekend. Yeah, I did. And so uh, next up will be FWF Live 5. Oh, Long Island, dang. New York. Taping be May 28th. I believe tickets are going on sale maybe this week. Okay. Uh, and that will be to ultimate members of the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast Patreon. Best. <laughs> that they get first dibs. I mean, that's that's what you pay for. So oh, I understand, of course. Yes, you got to get some perks. Yeah, I believe, and I believe it's only sixty tickets available. So these will be hot commodities, like Julio De Niro and Easy Money. Sixty? T- How fast you think? Fucking one minute. I, those things are no, going to be... No, I don't know. I 60 don't know tickets? That's, that's nothing, bro. 60 tickets? It's a hot commodity. Yeah, I but think still, so. you get 60 people in one area, you know, if they're available. There's stuff going on. It's playoffs time, basketball, NHL, baseball season. Maybe people got baseball tickets or their kids play sports because I believe it's a Sunday early after or early evening or late afternoon type show. So cool. it's not for everyone. But mm. I, I think it'll obviously sell out. It's just a matter of how long. <laughs> you brought up some playoffs here. Basketball playoffs has started. Uh, nothing too crazy going on so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hockey playoffs have started. Joe, your Penguins, baby. 16 years. Streak has ended. I don't want to talk about this. Oh, but I just want to ask, how happy are you that they fired everybody? Good. They, they should have fired them fucking weeks ago. Weeks ago. Weeks ago. They, oh, my God. It just This has been Ron Hextall was the general manager of the Penguins. He's been in charge for about two years. I don't know now. how you trust that piece of shit. I got to be honest with you. How do you I, let that motherfucker in your front office? I don't know how they did. Like, Fuck once a flyer, guy. always a flyer. Fuck that guy. 100%, and bro. He came in <laughs> and did one of the biggest hack jobs that I've seen anywhere since, like, Vince Russo went to WCW. You know, like how everyone said Russo's still on Vince's payroll. Yes. Like I, like people are out there genuinely believing that Ron Hextall is still on the Flyers' payroll for this. Unreal. Like awful. He made some awful trades, some awful contract signings, and then when it looked like he was going to be able to bail himself out of a couple million dollars in like salary cap space, he went in on the deadline on the Double most down. mediocre player. For like two more years and you know five million dollar cap, it was just like, what are you doing? Like you can't be this goddamn stupid. But he was. Um, who you got in the playoffs? Who who you got? I mean, I think the easy money's on the Boston Bruins. They just came off the most successful regular season of all time, set the record for most wins. They're just loaded top to bottom. A lot of depth up and down that lineup. But we know that not. It's not always the best team that wins the Stanley Cup. However, this is a really good team. Guys, what they had like fucking 13 losses, some like ridiculous like that's insane. It was it was just an insane season. And man, I just I I don't like picking chalk because it hardly it hardly ever plays out that way. But it's just so hard to pick against. But the good teams are so good. I gotcha. Yeah. I mean this and this team is real fucking good. But I would like to see the Edmonton Oilers make a run because well, Connor McDavid is coming off unreal. just such an unreal season. And for those of you who are only maybe marginal hockey fans or really don't even follow hockey, Connor McDavid is the guy right now. He is the LeBron. He is like the new hotness. And he's not even that new. I mean, he's been in the league for like five years now. I was going to say, like five, six years. But he's been but, doing it for five, six years. Uh, yeah. 
And this season, over 60 goals, over 150 points, just like amazing, amazing player to the point where everybody else on the ice looks stupid because they have to try to defend him. It is absurd what this guy can do. Even in game one of the postseason, they're playing the LA Kings. There's one clip in particular where he doesn't score at the end of this play, but he takes the puck in his own end, skates the entire length of the ice, splits three defenders who are literally encircling him, and somehow gets a, off a shot on a goal shot and draws a penalty at the end. <laughs> Crazy. The guy, what he can do and the way he can make other professional players look so silly is just unbelievable. So go out of your way and actually, if you have the opportunity to watch an Edmonton Oilers game, I know that's kind of stretching it. Like it's hard yeah, enough man. to get you to watch your own hometown team. Yes. But what like the West Coast, the West like, Gomez and I say it all the time when it comes to professional athletes, we do appreciate greatness. Have to, bro. And you know, this is why I love Tom Brady. Like, I'll tell you, you who I don't for? appreciate, fucking Derek Jeter. That's not greatness. You know who was great? <laughs> Troy Tulowitzki. But <laughs> Connor McDavid is the real deal. Uh, is there is there anyone even close to him? Like, who, who's number two? <sighs> I mean, you can make an argument for number two. I mean, Leon Dreisaitl, who's also on the Oilers, oh, wow. is a very, very good player. And he's made better because he plays with McDavid. So it's almost one of those things where it's like, how good would he be on his own? He's still really good, though, is the thing. Um, So he may not get his fair shake because we may take too many points away from him because we're like, oh, you know, he plays with McDavid. But then Sidney Crosby, still a great 200-foot player at 35 years old, at 36 years old. He had had almost 100 points just under, you know, played every game, 33 goals. 60 assists, whatever it was, plays a 200-foot game now. He's not as explosive as he once was, but he oh, is still Sidney Crosby is the thing. Uh, I'm trying to think who else is great off the top of my head. I mean, we had a couple guys. Braden Point had 50 goals this year. Miko Rantanen, I believe, for uh, Colorado had 50 goals. Nathan McKinnon from Colorado, fantastic player. That's great, yeah. Um, Austin Matthews from the Maple Leafs is great. Had a down, a little bit of a down year coming off last year's 60-goal season, but very, very good. There's a lot of really good talent out there. And there's 32 teams in the NHL, so you figure, oh, it may get watered down a bit. But I guess, like, the talent has caught up with the expansion. Sure. Usually when you get expansion, it you go a, through a time where there's takes a while. kind of the talent gets watered down a little bit. You know, I think more so in baseball than anything because of how thin the pitching is, you know, all across the game. So when you add another team or you add two more teams, you kind of see it like, oh, this is a guy that shouldn't be in the major leagues at this point. And I feel like we've kind of caught up with that in all sports. You know, uh, hockey's up to 32 teams this year, the most recent being the Seattle Kraken, who's in their second year in the league, had a great season. They're in the playoffs this year. Could do a little damage, you know, with a little puck luck. So we'll see what happens there. But baseball been talking about expansion too. So who knows what's going to happen there? A lot of cities being bandied about. Where would they go for baseball? Very interesting thing. So as we know, there's all these issues with in Oakland and in Tampa Bay because of their stadium issues. Sure. And they're both trying to force moves or force their cities in, you know, holding the cities hostage into giving them – New stadiums. Look, the stadium in Oakland is fucking decrepit. This past weekend, this past yeah, week, I should play. say, but the Mets played in Oakland. 
the broadcast team wasn't even allowed to use the visiting team announcers booth because there was a possum living oh, in the Oh yes, wall. in the walls. I heard about that. And because the A's had just come back off a road trip, apparently no one said, "Hey, let's call an exterminator and get rid of the possum <laughs> while they're on the road." But the possum basically shit all over the oh broadcast booth. So by I the mean... time like the staff came back to the stadium, they were like quarantined the room. And this possum is in the ceiling somewhere. (laughs) But Oakland, I think, is really trying to force a move to like Las Vegas. But I don't think MLB wants to allow that because they want to keep Las Vegas open as a possible expansion site. That makes sense. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. So who I honestly don't know what's going to happen there. I know. There's a bunch of towns that have interest or plan on making a play for expansion teams. Montreal is always in there. Nashville is a town that always comes up. Portland, Oregon is one that's always thrown in there. Orlando is one that has a, a group um, looking to make a push. I, that's silly. I don't know if it's silly. But but both Florida teams don't get that's, supported. That's the thing. Is, so we're gonna try a third one because I guess because close to Disney, you get tourists. Like what, what is? It's just when you look at the uh, population numbers and stuff like sure. that, you look at it and you go, "This is a this is the kind of metropolitan area that could support a major league sure. franchise." But <laughs> you know, theor- theory and practicality are two different things as we've seen in miami i if miami tampa. yeah tampa's been good almost every year they've played the the issue with tampa is the location more than anything more than i've been there i've lived there it's a pain in the ass because it's not in tampa it's in saint pete and to get there you got to go across a bridge the traffic can be horrible at those times because I hear it's, it's like still- that in miami too that it's not even close to miami like it's it's a drive to get to that miami yeah stadium. it's like, out it's of the way yeah you know, so that's, this is silly. It's dumb teams. So it, but at, Tampa is kind of fucking stuck because baseball kind of banished them to this poor lease because MLB owed the city of Tampa after 1991 where they thought they were getting the Giants. The Giants were trying to force a move out of San Francisco. That's it was basically all but a done deal. So St. Pete built this Tropicana Dome Stadium. It wasn't called Tropicana Field at the time, but. They built it thinking they were getting the Giants. Meanwhile, the Giants then just got the most impressive piece of land possibly in all of San Francisco. Like, like does it say, to think about the Giants not being in San Francisco. That's, like, crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's over 30 years now. But, like, there was genuinely – I remember being, like, 8, 9, 10 years old, whatever it was around that time, where me and another guy from school who collected baseball cards and we would hang out and trade cards all the time and stuff, we were like, oh, we got to get Giants hats. They're going to be worth a lot of money because they're going to move to Florida. Like, that was a genuine concern of ours. That's crazy to me. That's so crazy. Florida. Wow. All right. Look at that. Some some sports talk this week. I love it. We talked a lot of wrestling last, lately. So, you know, we haven't talked a lot about other sports. But you know what we should talk about? What should we talk about? Baby? Your double main man caught up on a little show on Disney+. Plus. Oh, called... yes. Let's please talk about this, please. The Mandalorian, baby. So All this is up. episode seven. So this week, by the time you're watching the, this, yeah. listening, it's the season finale. All wrapped up. All done. How do you feel these seven episodes? What, what are you feeling on this season? So I'm enjoying the season. I, I, I got no complaints. 
And I know there's been complaints the whole way. And Lots I said, of complaints. I said the whole time, like, I didn't mind it for the most part. I, I now, don't see the problem. I, I was really good with it because I see where they're going with it. Like, And then I will say there is that one episode, episode six, where it's just like, what, what are we doing? Like, even <laughs> it's a little much, even for me. But that's what man knows about. It's always about taking a detour. He's always got to take a detour and do something stupid before he now, does what he's got to do. Now, I don't think it was as bad as the internet made it out to be because by the time I saw it, I was like, okay, this wasn't necessarily the greatest episode of The Mandalorian. No, it wasn't. But I was episode, expecting it, was it to fun. be far, far worse by the time like everything I had heard. I was expecting it to be far worse than what it ended up being. Um, but then they come back with this last episode, episode Banger. seven. Woo! And what? So, bro. And now it's like you got your shit pushed in for talking shit. It's like, all right. You, oh, yeah? You want to open your mouth? Here, you motherfucker. Shut right, let's up. Let's wait till Let shit it... finishes, yeah. bro. Let the season play out, okay? Come on. So all throughout this thing, now we're getting this big return to Mandalore, right? They're, they're yeah. all, all the tribes are coming together. They're going to retake Mandalore. We get Mecha Grogu. So good. Yes, yes. No, no. So good, bro. <laughs> so they're good. Thinking he could just grab fruits and nuts and whatever he wants. <laughs> a lot so a lot funny. of phrases we got to do some thinking on in this series. We got a, a big uh, Paz Vizsla hero moment there. Yes, it was great. It was great. Seeing uh, Moff Gideon in his fucking Mandalorian armor, fucking suit. Yeah. Fucking sick, bro. So good. Seeing... Uh, those red guys, I forget those guys who are like in uh, the Last Jedi. Seeing those the, guys uh, Praetorian coming. guards, yes, yeah, so they don't from fuck the, shit up. Uh, what is it? Supreme Leader Snoke Red Room scene. So awesome, see, it was so good, bro. So I can't wait. One of the things I've seen people complain about is they feel that Moff Gideon has gone kind of cartoon villain in this episode, and I was oh, just like, was I don't, I didn't get it. I thought it was cool when. And you knew it was going to be him. Like we, it was. It's, it's not like they were to him. Yeah, it's where is he? He's the not, whole time. He's escaped, so we know he's coming back. But even by the time they unveil him, it's still oh fuck. Yeah, bro, it's awesome. Like I thought it was great. I thought the build was great. I thought the surprise of all his new army and the yeah, that it was station, the secret, the secret, secret hideout and base yeah. with the vehicles and all this stuff. I thought that reveal was dynamite. Great. So good. I got no problems. The only if you want to complain about that one episode where it's about the doctor, Dr. Pershing, yes. you know, I get that because it's like a detour that you're not expecting. I don't mind it because I am interested to see how we get the new order, how we get the fall of the republic. So I'm interested in seeing, I guess, some mundane, you know, politics. You know, I'm into that. So, but I get you're not into it. Okay. That's the one episode I'll allow you to, to be like, fuck this show. The rest, bro, this is The Mandalorian. I don't know what people like. I think maybe they forget because it's been a lot of time since the last season. But this is what Mandalorian is. There's no real focus. They, they drop hints. But Mando is doing just anything. He's going this way, that way. They're always trying to find a way to get him off course of his main storyline. And even in the episode six, the one with Jack Black and yeah. all the like it still has the purpose to reunite yes. Bo-Katan with her tribe. Like yes, stuff there's does still a there. reason for like this to be happening there. Yes, so that's what I mean. It's just the way people consume things nowadays. 
you know, it's a 12-episode season. After episode two, they're like, fuck this show. What is this show doing? There's no direction. It's like, it's a story. Can we can we have things play out? Hey, in I the just... words of Roman Reigns, we're only in the third inning. <laughs> this is just the beginning of the story, baby. <laughs> now, one thing that got dropped in this most recent episode was the phrase Project Necromancer. Yeah, baby. It seems like it's pretty obvious what that is in reference to. Do you think it could be anything but bringing back the Emperor? No, it's Snoke and the Emperor. It's all that cloning shit. It's it's basically how can we fix, you know, that sequel trilogy? Let's try to make it look like, you know, because remember, somehow he returns. Well, now we'll actually know how he returns. Now, whenever you hear the word Necromancer, do you also think of Dr. Orpheus from yes, the Venture Brothers? Yes, I do, <laughs> Joseph. <laughs> I cannot, like, I just, I will always go to Dr. Orpheus. So good. It's the best. I've been watching some of that going to bed the past <laughs> couple weeks. Just the best, bro. <laughs> Love it. Can't wait for the movie. Comes out soon, hopefully. Oh, Ooh. I mean. It'll be fucking 15 years, probably. No, it's done. It is done. It's supposed I'll to come out this I year. I, I know. Oh. I understand. <laughs> Doc yeah, Hammer I'm... and Jackson Publix have had my name, uh, had my hopes up for way too many years for way too many things. So now I'll, I'll be there when it's out. Of course. Until wait. then, I'm not. I'm not wasting any brain cells. You know, just sitting here wishing, dreaming, longing for it. Now. Who do you think is the uh, secret bad guy here? Because you know someone's helping Moff Gideon here. Do you think it might be the armorer or maybe uh, like Sasha Banks? Someone's someone's helping. I think it it does have to be the armorer. Because I think she's the one who was kind of pushing Bo Katan to bring the the tribes together, kind of setting it up so that way Moff Gideon could. Mm, so damn armor, bro. Unbelievable. Yeah, oh, right. What do you, you have any uh you think we're gonna get a like a, an appearance? You think like someone like Boba Fett is gonna show up or something like that for this finale? Uh you know, because Mando is captured. Remember, Mando yeah. is is out of commission, so someone's gotta help. I wonder if we're gonna get a little Boba you Fett know, action. I really I really haven't put much thought into it because by the end of the episode, first off, as as they do return to Mandalore. I'm just really like, I don't want to say excited, but as it started to build and we got that big monster who crashes yeah. their boat and then like it has this build to it and the, it feels like the stakes are getting a little bit higher. The, uh, the intensity is getting a little bit higher yes. and you feel it. And, and by the end of the episode, I was like, I like, I didn't want to, I didn't want to like overexert. I didn't know how much time we had left in the episode. So I was like, I was like, oh, I don't want this to end. I don't want this to end. And then it ended. I was like, mm, no, not now. Like, just not now. <laughs> it did. It just ends, too. Like, they kill that guy. And then it's just like credits. Like, oh, Yeah, they fuck. kill that guy. You see <laughs> Bo-Katan run out. And, and it's just like, and I'm just like, no, no. It's like, oh, shit. It's true. I was I, I didn't know how much time was left. I was like, oh, my God. This is crazy. And it's just roll credits. Like, oh, shit. I'm so, excited. I can't really wait. excited for the finale, obviously. Um by the time this episode comes out, that will already be up and streaming. So a lot of you guys have probably already watched it. Um, so have we probably. Yes. I don't I'm, think I'm this is be the kind of t- thing we sleep on. No. But it does First have some competition. Whoa, why? What's, what else is dropping, bro? On Netflix, same day as The Mandalorian, 
Go, go, Power Rangers. New streaming Power Rangers movie on Netflix. Gomez, will you be watching? Of course, yes. It's a big week for Gomez. I would bring it up later, but you bring it up now. There's this, and also Evil Dead movie comes out this week. Very big week for Gomez, bro. Very big week. (laughs) Well, for the rest of us, the the normal people. Bro, Power Rangers and an Evil Dead movie? Thank you. Happy early birthday. I I appreciate it. Dropping an album, too? Bro, don't tempt me. (laughs) Oh, we know who Metallica just dropped an album, Joe. Really? Yeah, I have heard literally yeah. nothing about this. Yeah, they dropped an album. It's called Seventy Two Seasons. Uh, one for every year old they are. <laughs> How do you feel about bands you love that are still hanging around dropping music? Like you excited for like Less Than Jake or Pennywise? Definitely not Less Than Jake. I don't. I'm, I don't know if there's uh, yeah, Less Than just... Jake. More like Less Than Splendid. Okay, but you know, like what well, some of those bands you grew um, up loving. Goldfinger, shit like that. I, like if they dropped an album, you were like, "Yes, I can't wait to hear this in 2023." Not necessarily, right? Like I'm uh, not always. I'm not necessarily excited for that. More power to them for sure. Still getting I get you want to make music, sure. Be- because I look at it like this: I never expected to be in my 40s, still making towns and doing wrestling shows. Sure. So six, I'm sure 16 year old me would be like over the moon that I still get to do these types of things. Just like I'm sure 16 year old James Hetfield would think yeah. it's incredible that in his 60s he's still yeah, he's dropping still albums music, and he's yeah. a fucking millionaire and one of the biggest rock stars to ever live. Um, it just it kind of sucks from the perspective of recency bias. This is this is what'll be on our mind when we think of Metallica sure. for the last you know. Yeah. Five ten years is the, these kind of underwhelming whatever, um, and that goes for anything. Like when you see an athlete who hangs on too long, and you're just like, ah, oh, this, this. I wish you would would have retired two years ago. You know, like Pujols when Albert Pujols. Yes, now he did. That. He did. It, it ended up great. Yeah. It, yeah, exactly. But for five it, years, it was rough. Yeah, those last five <laughs> years, and it was just like, why won't he just go away? Yeah. Like, stop doing this to yourself. Um. Miguel Cabrera right now in Detroit is on his last run. He's retiring after this season. But I mean, he he looks way more like he is a professional athlete. Like I and I yeah. get that to an extent I'm supposed to be too. But like this is what he's made his living yes. on. I yes. have not. No, you have like, a job. I'm, you have I'm all the a regular guy, yes. miserable all the time, and treats it by having McDonald's. Yeah. Miguel Cabrera is a top of the world athlete, and he looks absolutely tired, exhausted, horrible, out of shape. He looks like he's got nothing left to give to the point where you wonder, it's like, well, why are you even doing this lap at the end here? I don't know. You know, because all people are going to re- there. There's a generation of fans now who for the past five years, six years. Who are only going to remember this yes. fat old man no in a tight uniform? Great, like that, this was one of the was. greatest right-handed yeah. hitters of all time. Yeah. So great. I'm I'm glad that you know musically, like you can you can play music till the day you die, right? And yeah. nowadays it's so easy to make music and put out albums. That's why, you know, you look at bands that like our parents grew up with. You know, a couple of them are still around doing things once in a while, but they're not dropping albums. Every couple of years, like you know, people we grew up with got 15, 16 albums. Like yeah. that's insane. Like even Metallica, like yeah. they've put out, you know, since load seven albums since then. Like that's yeah. a low, that's fucking a lot of albums, bro. Like, even load is almost 30 yes. years old now. It is, yes. I probably is exactly it's like 94, 95. Yeah. I'm gonna say probably 95-ish, yeah. 
crazy, bro. And and remember so, that was supposed to signal the end of it because that was yes, oh, they cut, they their, cut hair. their hair. Oh my god! But so like I, I don't mind. Like I always listen. I always give the artist. You know, I always listen to it because you put it out. You know, I, I like you. I'm gonna listen. What I always hate is then you know because now you go see them in concert. Now you got to play this new shit that you don't want to fucking hear. You know, Metallica. They announce you know. Before they drop the album, they announced, oh, we're going to do an album. We're going to do a tour. They're doing this thing where every tour stop is two dates. You buy tickets, you get tickets for both shows. That's how they come. So it's supposed to be different sets and everything. So that's cool. I just wonder how much of that new shit they're going to be fucking giving me. That's the hook. You got to pay for two shows to get that shit you actually want. You know, which, and then it's like, you got to go to two shows. Now, have you, you can't seen go Metallica to one. Live before? Yes, great show. They've always been I've great. seen I seen them once. It was a Woodstock 99, and it made me never want to see Metallica again. I could get that. I've seen them later, like 2005. I think I've seen them twice at MSG and stuff, and it was good. You know, I'm a big Metallica guy. Like, so, that's one of my first bands. And that's the thing, too, is I, I like the hits enough. Yeah. I'm not exactly a, a big, long-time Metallica fan. You know, I like more the punky side of sure. rock than yeah. than the metal side. But there's a you know a lot of stuff that I do enjoy. It was just like just play Inner Sandman, bro. Stop doing it. this. Walk off the stage, come back, wave, leave, come back. I'm in the fucking rain. Just play fucking Inner Sandman, you goddamn monkey. <laughs> like, I, I, and don't get me wrong. I understand you want you come out for the pop, right? You gotta you gotta of work course. the room. But it's like at some point, I'm I'm standing in the fucking rain. In the fucking mud at Woodstock, just fucking stop it, knock it off, and play Inner Sandman so we could all fucking go home and not get fucking pneumonia today. I've always hated that though in a concert, the encore. It's so corny. Just play your songs and leave. Don't leave for five minutes to come back. It's the same thing every day. It's built into your set list. It's not like we gotta like, give them one more. It song, genuinely guys. is written on the like, list. Encore <laughs> one, encore two. It's like, what are we doing? You know, I get, oh man, this crowd. We should give them more. Nah, just just play your songs and leave, bro. That's all I want. I, you know, I hate that shit. But showman, right? Everyone's a showman. Yeah. Entertainers. Yeah. So Metallica album. It's not very good, guys. It's not. It's well, you know, a couple good. weeks ago, and we never followed up on this on the show. Uh, we've spoken about it, but you mentioned that there was a new Fallout Boy album. Oh, yes. Three, four weeks now. We haven't talked about it. So what's the name of the album? I forget. Uh, so much for Stardust. So much for Stardust. Yes, I heard that song played at the bar in oh, Oshkosh this weekend. Really? Someone oh. played it on the Touch Tunes. Love it. So I, I popped for it. I've listened to the album. Uh, I don't love it. There's one song in particular that I like a lot. I think the rest of it, at best, is kind of okay. There's a, a a couple of songs that I'm like. This one's okay. This one's okay. There's nothing I out and out hate. Uh, overall, I think the album is just okay. It's okay. Um, there's, I think it's like 12, let's say there's 12 songs on the album. I say about four of them I, I really dig and would put it on like my playlist, the Fallout Boy, shit like that. And the rest is fine. I got no problems with it, but no, I don't love it. Like when, uh, Save Rock and Roll came out, and I listened to that. I fucking loved, like, from the minute I listened to it, I said, oh, my God, I love this album. Yeah. And then, you know, the other ones, okay. But so the last album they had put out, it was very weird. It was like a weird album, Mania, 
Mm-hmm. Like it was a whole bunch of weird sounds. And it was trying something different, which I don't mind. You could try something different. I still liked it, but it was just different. It wasn't Fallout, normal Fallout Boy. So this was nice to see him kind of do like a normal Fallout yeah, Boy. Yeah, this is a Fallout Boy album. You know, so that was cool. Like the single they had put out, Love on the Other Side. Like that's a fucking Fallout Boy song, bro. Like that's. I don't love it. But I mean, that's why I hear. I love it now. I hear it on the radio all the time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like I hear that and I go, oh, Fallout Boy's back. Okay. Like, and they got me excited for the album. Album was good. I, like a seven, you know, something like that. Not bad, not great. It's fine. Maybe I'll love it more. I always feel that I do love Fall Out Boy albums a little more after I listen to it. But this one album that I don't, I don't think I'm going to keep listening to it. Mm. It's too much other stuff. But again, those four songs, they're going on the playlist. The rest, see you later, bro. See you later. Mm. That's why we have mixtapes. It is. I'm a, I'm a playlist guy. I mean, I listen to a full album, but. Once I do the album, then everything I like goes right on the playlist and see you later. We'll see. I love it. Um, What else we got? Um, I went to the movies today, Joe. Why would you do such a thing? What could possibly be out? Well, the the big release this week. I mean, it's not very big. The big release that made three and a half million dollars? <laughs> the big release this week is uh, Renfield, starring our boy Nicolas Cage. And, and the Beast. Nick- Nicholas Holt, yes, the beast. Um, you know, it's a story about Renfield trying to not be under the control of Dracula anymore. Basically, that sums it up. And uh, it's 93 minutes, and uh, I had a great time when it. it flies by. Nicholas Cage is, I think, fantastic. He's doing a fantastic Dracula, it's probably the best part of the movie. He's bringing it, you know, Nick Cage, no matter what movie he's in, he brings it, he's, he's an actor. Cat. He puts he puts his all into the movie. We make fun of him. It's crazy, but you got to give it to him. He's he you know, he's, being, he's being an actor. He's giving it all. So I commend that. Here he's he's being Dracula. He's a big Dracula fan. Like it's a big deal for him, and he really goes for it. Uh, I definitely think when it's on VOD, Netflix, shit like that, I think it will be popular because it's quick, easy. It's very bloody. A lot of crazy kills. I'll be saving for my best kills. Yeah, it's very gory. I'm I thought it was more a comedy than it's than... very funny. No, it is. It's funny, and the gore is played up comedy wise okay. sometimes. You know, like he'll slap someone, the head goes flying off. It's like, oh, you know, like it's a joke about it. You know, it's not like oh, scary. But uh, I had a good time. It's got also stars Aquafina, is the other lead. Oh, okay, you, and you know who else? Actually, you know, I don't know when you go to the movies, but I saw this trailer fucking four hundred times. I feel like every time I went to the movies and. uh they don't ever show. I oh, I didn't realize the main bad guy in the movie is our double main man Sonic, fucking uh, John Jim Carrey. <laughs> Sonic, John Carrey, oh. the actual Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> I guess I'm the worst. And so he plays like a a, a crime lord's douchey son, you know. Who's trying to be in charge? Of so he plays John Ralphio. Plays a drugged out John Ralphio. It's great. He's great in it. Oh, it's a good movie. I give it a uh, three. Three main men. Solid oh, wow. movie. Yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah, such. I've, I've seen the trailer it. a couple times, and it seems like something I would watch, but it's something I would wait for on streaming. It's, somewhere. it's a hundred percent. You watching it and you go, "This is a movie that's a Netflix movie nowadays." Like, yeah. This is it's very I can't believe when I first saw the trailer, I'm like, this is getting a wide release. Like this is a big April release. It didn't make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, Sonic is still Sonic, excuse me. Mario 
is still killing it at the box office. Yeah. So I don't think anything was going to make money this week, but especially not this. Fun. Go see it. It'll be out, I'm sure, in a couple weeks because it's not making money. So strap in for yeah. summertime. Coming right to Prime out. Video. Any any minute now. <laughs> uh, speaking of horror movies, Gomez, we got Ooh. a dose of horror this week with Video Game Movie Month, didn't we? Yeah, we did, bro. Your best friend, The Wheel. Spun round and round and landed on the 2003 gem House of the Dead. Oh, baby. What a fucking picture. Oh, Joe, what, what's this movie about? It's a, it's a video game movie, but I, I don't know what the plot of a shooting fucking so, zombie game is. So I think it's we ha- we got to set the stage for what this video game meant at the time. You know what I mean? Sure. Back yeah. in 1996, arcades were still a thing. At the time, the mid-90s, Qzars were a thing. Qzars, for those of you who are uninitiated, were big indoor laser tag houses. Laser tag. You would go, you'd bring your friends, maybe have a birthday party, uh, some kind of outing or something, or just randomly join up a game with random people who are all looking to get in. They'd have these indoor fun centers, and they would be arcades, games, food, sodas, and laser tag. And you'd have the little harness, you'd get your laser gun, and you'd go play some laser tag. And they had these all over. Laser tag was a really big thing. It made like a comeback in the mid-90s. And one and arcades had such yeah. cool machines at this point. You know, we had come off the early 90s where we had NBA Jam. We had Mortal Kombat. And as we got into the mid to late 90s, we had Crazy Taxi. We had House of the Dead. And House of the Dead... I use the word toyetic for, you know, we say it when it comes to the toy industry, you see something on the shelf that just pops, right? An action figure, yeah. whether it's because of the decor, the coloring, the way it's sculpted, whatever, it's toyetic. And even if you don't know what it is, you're immediately drawn to it. Like me with my Rick Boogs figure. <laughs> House of the Dead was toyetic. You walked into the arcade, you saw this, it was a giant, it wasn't just a regular arcade cabinet. It was almost like a giant TV with a whole display around it. And then you had these rifles and you just watched it and the graphics looked amazing. Yes, back then it was amazing. It genuinely felt like we had reached this this new age, this new level of video gaming when you saw these House of the Dead machines at your local arcade or your local fun centers. And it became like a thing to do. Like I genuinely had people say... Yo, I, I came to this level on House of the Dead. Like we did this on, we were, oh, went to the QZAR just to play House of the Dead. It was a thing. It genuinely was a thing. So the fact that it ended up getting a movie maybe is not the most surprising thing. The game did get ported over to many console yes. systems and PCs and stuff. So seven years after the fact, we do get this movie. The problem is that this movie has nothing to do with the fucking game. This movie, I, I don't know. It's, I'm telling you, what's the story of the game? Did, so did they... the movie is actually designed to be a prequel of oh, the game. Oh, okay. So in the in this game, well, I should say in the movie, we get this movie. It's a prequel, number one. So right off the bat, is not the game. But I, I guess they know. looked at it as they're going to build this big house of oh, the of course. franchise. <laughs> So in this, we get a group of college students traveling to a mysterious island to attend a rave, which is soon taken over by bloodthirsty zombies. 
This movie comes out in 2003, a budget of 12 million, and it you know, worldwide only grossed 13.8 million. Crazy. <laughs> so we get the rave, we get this. It's uh, it is all the worst things in all the worst teen horror <laughs> movies that you could possibly imagine. Is that fair to say, Gomez? Yeah, I get, I get what you're saying, hundred <laughs> percent. Every trope, every stereotype, every cornball, anything that has ever been done in a teen horror slasher flick is done in this, including putting 32 video clips from the original video game. Now, take into account that this movie is not about the game. It is a prequel of what happens in the game. Yet we still find a way to use 32 individual clips from the original game 26 of which happen in a 10 minute span of just them shooting around to get into a house. The best thing. <laughs> it is. <sighs> Put it this way. Put it this way. The reviews for this movie were so bad that Danish cinemas refused to buy this movie and show it in their country. Oh, that is a real God. thing. I love it. <laughs> that is a genuine and real thing. And so at the end, it turns out there's like this, the story behind this is that there's this Spanish priest who's like kicked out of Spanish land, Spain, for those of you who are uninitiated. And he takes refuge on this little island where he is basically experimenting on real people yeah. to try to give himself immortality. And it kind of yep. works. And at the end, um, this guy, Rudy, has to rescue his girlfriend is killed while trying to rescue him. He makes it out alive, but he uses this guy's formula to keep his girlfriend alive. I and mean, at the end, it's supposed to be like a big reveal. The the armed forces or whoever comes in to save him, rescue him, and they're like, "What's your name?" And he's like, "Rudy or Rudolph." And they're like, "Oh, what's your last name?" And he goes, "Curian," and that's supposed to be the big reveal because Curian is the evil doctor who's the one coming up with the formula. In the video game, Whoa. so it's like he took because he he even says like in this movie he's a fucking med student. So now he's yes. a doctor. He saw all this experimentation. They find this guy's lab. It's just really really bad. It's really fucking awful. <laughs> this is an abysmal fucking waste of film. Yui Bowl is the director. He's a fucking hack. He's fucking horrible. And Gomez even said. This movie sucks so bad that on the DVD release, they put a joke version of this movie. The joke version is this man doing a skit. Yui Bowl, the director of this movie, mind you, does a skit where he gets kidnapped, tied to a chair, and forced to watch the movie that he directed. <laughs> it's not funny. It's fucking pathetic. Yui Bowl, you suck. Oh, Yui Bo, he's very, he's very infamous. This guy, oh, he's, he's a big deal back in the day. Well, he, yes, he was the video game movie maker guy. He's made a lot of shitty movies. So this movie is a real big piece of shit. But I get enjoyment out of it for the simple fact that this guy, he wasn't trying to make a piece of shit. This guy legit was trying to make this like I'm gonna change cinema here. Like I'm 
like the fucking camera angles this guy uses, the spinning camera, so the cuts this to is the, the video last game. Time that spinning camera, that 360 gets used in movies because it did cause injuries to some of the actors. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> a lot of times he's doing the 360 and it doesn't even go all the way around. It like stops halfway through and I'm always like, but why are we stopping? Show the full camera. <laughs> you know, nowadays movies like this get made purposefully, right? Like we're yes. going to try to make a bad movie. You know, I always loved watching sci-fi original movies about 10 years ago, every Saturday night, they either show something like Anaconda or they'll show one of the original Anaconda sixes that they made. And it's always so bad, but it's, you know, it's people trying They're trying to make movies. Then, you know, Sharknado came out and then, it became like it became oh, a genre oh, unto itself. Let's yeah. have fun. And you know, Sharknado was okay, but I was never on that because it's like, no, this is a movie trying too hard to be those other movies. Yeah. You can't fake the sauce, baby. You either got it or you don't, you know. There's a movie called uh Bird Demic. It's one of the worst movies you ever saw in your life. But it's the same type of thing where this guy was really trying to make a fucking movie, and then he made Bird Demic 2, and he's in on the joke. And it's, it's, not, it's, it's not funny anymore. It's not good. So, yeah, this movie's a piece of shit. But I got to say, I get some enjoyment out of this movie. That fucking 40-minute scene that you mentioned with them just trying to get to the fucking house is hysterical. I think it's hysterical. I would love to know. <laughs> now, we haven't really, like, talked in-depth. I don't really think we need to go too in-depth in movie. about this. But there's, like, this captain <clears throat> guy. Yes. And all of a sudden, like, he's – because I guess he's – what is he smuggling cigars or smuggles things yeah he's a drug smuggler weapons smuggler all of a sudden they're like he's just on the island with a chest full of guns and bullets and ammo and it's just like you came very prepared as if you knew that this island was going to be completely encapsulated by fast running zombies Bro, in the chest for the video I'm holding my hands out you know not about you know Two feet? Around Jeremy right, length. Right? Let's say, like, this is the thing. He pulls out a gun from that two-foot box that's about fucking seven feet tall. <laughs> okay. It looks like he used, like, Hermione Granger's magic bag to just put up, like, the whole camp. And it's like a clown bag, right? He's just pulling yeah. out this fucking thing. And they're pulling out all these guns that could never fit in this fucking box. And everyone... No one shoots each other. Everyone's running around fighting zombies. Everyone's got fucking precision. Precision aiming. Expert marksmanship. Like when Buster Bluth goes to army and wins his little uh, seal stuffed animal. Uh, Even at the end, using a fucking sword. Who will you not know use a sword all of a sudden? She's like a regular girl, probably 20 year old girl. Going up against this Spanish crime lord who obviously has had some sword training, and she just yeah, she's there going to a rave, but somehow she knows how to sword fight. Good on you, baby girl. Girls were built different back then, Joe. Back in 2003, the girls I knew knew how to sword fight. Oh, goodness, the best was seeing. Uh, some of these people's looks in 2003, 20 years ago, bro. Some of these outfits and makeup. Ooh, baby. What the, were we thinking? The, the rave preppy look is not something I remember very much, but it <laughs> certainly exists here. Bro, that's not what you wore to a rave, bro. No. 
You didn't wear your khakis and your button. Down. Yeah, and my my two button polo sweater shirt. vest. <laughs> sweater vest. Where's the UFOs and Jenkos, bro? What are we doing here? <laughs> there's no glow sticks. There's there's no Fucking pacifiers. Nothing. No one's even Lolly doing drugs. Like, yeah. What are we? Do? Where's the drugs? <laughs> How many times do we got to come on this show and ask about the drugs? Like enough is enough. We should just be presented at this point. <laughs> Oh, what a piece of shit, bro. <laughs> so if you watched it on uh, twitch.tv slash mezmovie, thanks for coming out. Yes, thank you. How was, the, how was the turnout, Gomez? It was good, the usual. You know, people come and going. I always get around, you know, 10 people come and going throughout the weekend. Especially for a movie like this. I wasn't expecting a high turnout. So oh, yeah. I was. I thought the whole <laughs> horror community would embrace over this. Oh, no. Not this movie. Like I said, this this director... He went on and did like uh, King. Uh, he did like four other video game movies. They all got worse and worse and worse. And then he became like a big jerk off. Like, like you can't say none to him. Like he started fighting people. He actually did boxing matches. He was challenging movie critics to boxing matches. Of course, because like just... who do you think he is, John Morrison? <laughs> he did good, bro. I heard he did good. that. Knocked the guy out. That's big. <laughs> an old man you know he's right he 40 years old that's i mean looks great in great he shape. looks great he's in great shape always has but been but the first yeah, boxing match at 40 old. and look yeah. good it's not bad at all johnny boxing baby <laughs> johnny oh. sweet science <laughs> johnny sweet science Oh man! I think we've spoken. Look, the movie's a piece of shit. We've talked piece about it shit. enough. Don't put oh. yourself through it. Let's hit the music. Are you a man? A double main man? Are you a man? A triple main man? A man, man, man? A quadruple main man? Are you a man? Are you a man? House of the Dead, 2003, baby. Where's this falling on your main man standards? Zero fucking stars. Get out of here. Come Zero on. Zero stars. <laughs> Come on. You didn't get one ounce of enjoyment from this, this movie. This movie, from start to finish, is absolute dog shit. I, I, that's all I got to say. It's horrible. It's a horrible fucking... Not Skinner Marink bad. No, because at least oh. I didn't. At least I didn't have other people telling me that Skinner that this movie was good. Oh, you know that you know you know what's up, bro. Let me tell you, I I got a new Skinner movie. I'm not gonna make we're you not, watch no, it no, just yet. Maybe six weeks of horror, I might whip it out. But I watched the movie. It's called The Outwaters, okay? And it's been compared to Skinner because it's it's stuff going on. Let's just say for the last half of the movie. You don't really see anything that's happening. Oh, you kind of see it. It's really weird. It didn't work. I wasn't a fan of it. But I again, I get what they're trying. But bro, I was think I was watching that movie, going, should I make Joe watch this shit? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, I don't think. I think he'd just be angry. I don't think it'd be fun. Angry. He'd just be like, but what? It's the screen is dark. You know, it's one of those. <laughs> we got a comment on on YouTube this week about how. I forget who it was, and I apologize that I forget right now. 
but someone commented that they were listening to the last week's show on Spotify. And then when they heard the Mario review start, they had to switch over to YouTube to see my reaction just to <laughs> yell at people who thought Super Mario was bad. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, let's see. I'm going to give House of the Dead. We're going to give it two stars. I'm sorry, what? It's not good. That's egregious. It's a, it's a terrible movie. So I gave Skin and Rink one and a half, and I I got enjoyment out of this movie. So I'm gonna give it two stars. I'm telling you, uh, listen I, to me. I put this, this a lot is... higher than Skin and Rink too, though. Yeah, because you gave it fucking like 400 negative. I had to put error right on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> Again, listen to me, folks. Do not watch this movie. This movie is a piece of shit. I just enjoy pieces of shit sometimes. Okay, that's it. You eat pieces of shit for <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> No. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, don't watch it. Terrible. But I, I chuckled. I, I, I'm more just like watching it going, this fucking, look at this, a fucking video game clip. What are we doing here? It's just a For a game that it's not even about. <laughs> when they die, they do the screen, turns red. Like, come on, bro. It's fucking this movie. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, so Joe, listen here. What's up? Yeah, I, what's going on? So you know, there's nothing else coming. There's nothing coming out this week. So we're gonna do another video game movie. We got two more weeks of video game movie yeah, month so before. I got, I got another fucking wheel request, don't I? So I, I was gonna say, do you do want to put a halt on the wheel? Always. So we're gonna put a halt on the wheel because I'm gonna tell you something you probably don't want to hear. Is uh, give me the wheel. In three weeks, the wheel will be coming back. So, and it will be with us for the entire summer. We have a summer wheel that we'll be spinning when we don't have something to watch to keep us entertained. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I want to give you a break from the wheel. So this week, let's watch Double Dragon. Let's watch a movie that I think fits our show. 90s nostalgia, things we grew up with. I think Double Dragon is the movie to watch, bro. I never saw it. Never saw it. Even when, like, it would have been a big deal for me as a kid, too. Yeah. Yeah. Never seen it. So I think we're going to watch that this way. And I got something for next week, too, that I think is, again, in our wheelhouse. Not that something like House of the Dead isn't in our wheelhouse. You know, I genuinely don't know what I prefer, whether it's your decision making (laughs) or the wheel. I mean, I could pull up the wheel. You you could watch Prince of Persia, Tomb Raider. Angry Birds. I mean, we could do it, baby. You know, <laughs> too late. <laughs> so, Double Dragon. This movie is streaming on uh, Amazon, Peacock, Tubi. It's all over. Why? I don't know. <laughs> there are some movies that are we can't find for shit, but I this know. movie's on Double Dragon of all the fucking things is on three different streaming. It's on platforms. other things too. It's on fucking uh, Plex. It's on this other thing. It's on like four different streaming services. Don't know why, <laughs> but uh, I think I think we're gonna have fun. Uh, I think I've seen it one time, like when it first came out, but I couldn't tell you anything other than like who's in it. I don't know nothing else. Like I have no clue what the plot is. I don't. You had the game as a kid. I played it. It was a game I played. I loved the game. You know, I, I like side scrolling beat 'em ups. You know, it's mm-hmm. always fun. So I, I I did love the game, but uh, you know, I don't. I had part two. I did. I did. I don't know if I had the original. I don't believe I did, but I definitely remember having 
Double Dragon 2. So, you know, I think that'll work for us. Does that work for you, Joe, Double Dragon? All right. So there we go. That's for next week, though. That's next week. But uh, we we do have to spin a wheel, sadly. Yeah, we do. (laughs) Let's go. It's now time for the Big Finish. All right. This is the good wheel, right? We love this wheel. This is the wheel we love. This is the wheel that's normally not bad until it starts saying stupid shit like colors and muffins. Oh, man. Or colors of muffins. Oh, I'll fucking pencil that in right now. <laughs> yeah. Let's spin this wheel. Oh, oh. How fucking funny. Oh, look at this. Everyone who watches the video can see that this is not, uh, you know, put on. This is real. The wheel has just landed on video games. Look at this. Wow. That's funny. Here we go. This is a hard one. This is a hard one because it's how so do you many narrow video games. Different like, genres, what? different everything. Uh, if I had to pick just like the top three video games that like I guess have kind of meant the most to me in my life. Number one is probably Baseball Stars for the NES. Uh, I would have to say NHL Hockey. Um... For the Sega Genesis, the first NHL, the one without a year, just because that's what got me into hockey as a fan. And, um, geez, I, you know what? It's not. It's House of the Dead. That game has lost all, any and all love that Come I have. That game from. is fun, bro. Uh, but NBA Jam was a big one. I always loved NBA Jam. It was like an event to go to like a bowling alley or a QZR, be able to play it. And then when it got ported over to Sega Genesis and Super Nintendo, huge moment in my life to the point where if i see it now um i have to stop and play it if i see it at an arcade or at a pizza hut or something like i have to have to stop i don't stop at pizza hut very often anymore oh that's bad uh let me see this this is very hard because like the best games i've ever played it's like half-life 2 metal gear solid 5 you know shit like that ah what am i i think we'll go let's go Let's go. We're going to go Super Mario 64. We'll go there. Okay. Um, what else? What did I play a lot, man? Something like Tetris could be on my fucking list. Like, I was 100%. a big Tetris What about guy. Snake? You put Snake on there. I did love Snake on my Nokia phone. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I, was a, I was a Game Gear. I had Sega Game Gear. So I was big into Columns. If you ever played Columns, it was like their kind of Tetris game, like mm-hmm. puzzle game. That was my shit. And the Sonic game on there where you would be on a fucking hang glider. That shit was great. Uh, so let's see. So, you know, I did play Sonic a lot. All right, let's let's go Mario 64. We'll do Tetris. And then we'll go um, Resident Evil. Let's see. What's Resident Evil we want to go with? Uh, let's go with uh, Resident Evil Cole Veronica. Go mix it up, bro. Oh, very nice. Resident Evil, mind you. Uh, also, in addition to House of the Dead, kind of gets all the credit for revitalizing zombies into the popular culture. 100%. Those movies, while I don't particularly like them very much, made a lot of money. They made seven of those fucking movies. So clearly, is it that many? Yeah, like not yeah. even kidding. There's like seven of them. 
um, and then they remade it, you know, and then it, and there's another one. So you know, it's gonna be like ten Resident Evil movies. Wow, it's very popular. So I love me some Resident Evil, but the movies, even the new one, like they they stuck to the game, but it still wasn't great. I don't know. But they also kind of fit. The problem with the last Resident Evil movie is they tried to fit like one and two into the same movie. Oh, I understand. Doing fitting too much in there. What are we doing? And that TV show. Oh, I totally forgot. Remember that fucking Netflix show? There was a Resident Evil Netflix yes. show. Yes, yeah, there was. Fucking that was terrible. That one I did not like. They were trying something totally different. Wasn't feeling it. Mm. Oh boy. Oh well. All right, Joe. What a fun episode we had here. I think so. And you could subscribe to this show anywhere you're watching it on YouTube or on any of the podcast apps. Hit the subscribe button. Leave a five-star review. Remember to leave likes and comments on the YouTube video, please. That is always appreciated. Follow us on all the social media at Cardjomez. You can follow all my stuff over at the Joe Shoes, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Joe Shoes, and YouTube.com slash Joe Shoes. Mm. Gomez154, Instagram and Twitter. And don't forget Gomez's Twitch that he doesn't want to pitch right now. Nah, but just... Go give him a follow, twitch.tv cool. slash mezmovie, because that way when he does feel like putting up some garbage movie or some surprise stuff, you want to be notified for it. That's only right. Sure, so- I should do that, yes. Because I have some stuff planned. I'm planning a new metal kind of weekend where we watch a lot of new metal stuff. Oh, baby. We're going to have a concert weekend? Oh, baby, I've been collecting clips. I've been collecting clips. Um, also, I mentioned, you know, our wheel that we're going to do for the summer. A lot of those movies are going to be on Twitch because we, we're going to be watching some some doozies. So, yes, twitch.tv slash mezmovie. Did you say tits.tv? I almost did. I almost said tits. I'll log on to that. You know, I showed House of the Dead and... There are some titties in this movie. Yes, there I did, are. I did not get in trouble with Twitch. I'm always nervous. because, Like I said, I've done it before. Nothing happens. And one time I did it, they suspended me for a week. So, you know, I try not to show titties on there. But, you know, I feel it wasn't, it wasn't gratuitous. In this no, movie, it wasn't. Right? And plus, everybody loves them. <laughs> yes, we do. So with that, Gomez, let's make like Tom and Cruz. Peace. Peace.